0: I'm Krati Mehra and this is Beyond the Goals Podcast. It's my attempt to help you revel in all that life has to offer without pressing pause on your hustle. We learn how to create healthier relationships, a healthier lifestyle, a career that brings us true joy and a life that satisfies us on every level. Forget the conventional ideas of success and happiness because we're going to live a life of value and create an impact that speaks to our place in the world. So let's get started to Beyond the Goals. I am very happy to be here and I thank you for making time for this show. I hope you're doing really well. I hope you're staying safe and enjoying good health. It, this is episode 16 and it's going to be a solo episode, but I'm diving into a very important topic and a very relevant topic today. We're at the end of 2020, a year that has been so chaotic that I think We've all been left reeling from it many, many hits, trying to make sense of this world that has changed overnight. Or at least that's what it seems like to me. Now, a lot of us are simply playing catch-up because at the start of this year, we had certain ideas and goals, as we do, before each new year comes around. But 2020 came with so many surprises of its own (laughs) that we barely had the space to create anything new. A lot of us have just been clutching onto the work in progress that we had managed to do before those surprises started rolling in. And a lot of us couldn't even do that. And I definitely count myself among the casualties of 2020, because I had so many plans that I was able to execute, but I had to do it on a much smaller scale. So the impact was also just as small. (laughs) But despite everything, every plan that didn't go my way in this year, I am optimistic for the coming year. I honestly feel, and this is going to sound a little woo-woo, but I feel that as soon as the clock strikes 12 on 31st December and we enter 2021, there is going to be a shift in cosmic energy. And we'll feel it within ourselves. Or at least I'm determined to feel a charge of optimism, hope, and faith as I go into the next year. I have not had any astrological reading. (laughs) Just giving a disclaimer here. Uh, I have not had any um, guru tell me this. I'm just very determined to dump all the negativity, frustrations, and disappointments. And there were a lot of them this year. I'm just determined to let go of them, cleanse my body and soul of all the awful energy, of all the toxicity that 2020 brought with it, and go into this new year with nothing but an open heart and mind. And embrace 2021 with eagerness and excitement and explore... All the possibilities that I believe will come with this new year, and it's exactly what I want you all to do as well. Having said that, I know that it's not going to be so easy for some of us. There are people who didn't just lose out on new opportunities, they lost their jobs. Some of us lost people we cared about, relationships we cared about, and the wound is still pretty fresh. We haven't had much time to process, let alone heal and recover. So I know that those disappointments and frustrations are going to influence the mindset you bring into this new year. But with this episode, I'm going to try and help you get in the right frame of mind before the new year comes around. For last year's words belong to last year's language and next year's words await another voice. That's a lovely, very relevant <laughs> quote by T.S. Eliot, And let me repeat the last few words for you. Next year's words await another voice. You know why? Because if you have different expectations from the year to come, you have to show up as someone different, which means leaving behind all the frustrations and disappointments. And to do that, I would like for you to try a very simple exercise. For every failed project, every lost opportunity, every personal loss even, I want you to think of something good that came out of it. Or something good that could potentially come out of it. I know this is a challenging exercise, especially for people who have endured personal losses. But here's the thing: finding a silver lining in difficult situations has the power to turn the whole thing from draining or even demeaning to empowering. So find that silver lining, even if all you can come up with is some obscure lesson you learned by enduring the situation concerned, or some, or you know, maybe you have new reserves of strength for the bigger challenges that life will bring you someday. As you do this. Remember that it's all a matter of perspective. It's always a matter of perspective. For some of us, not getting what we want is hard, but getting exactly what we want could be worse. And it's a fact. There are so many people in the world who've been wrecked by their success. Sometimes we don't handle our triumphs with grace. Sometimes we find ourselves too complacent to create or innovate anymore. So whatever disappointments you've suffered, I invite you to find an upside to it. Even if all you can come up with is hope for something better to come along because you were denied what you were previously expecting. How we deal with disappointments has a lot to do with our life trajectory. It has a lot to do with our childhood experiences and our upbringing. So it's always somewhat excusable when you find yourself wallowing in self-pity or drowning in hopelessness. And I'm not telling you this to give you an excuse to do just that. I'm uh, trying to take away all elements of self-blame here, if that's what you're indulging in. I'm trying to tell you that there is a reason why we do that. So it's okay if that's what you've been doing. But you must also remember that breaking old patterns is possible. Just because you've been trained to do things a certain way doesn't mean you can't retrain yourself to adopt a healthier approach. Because as much as how we handle disappointments and failures is influenced by a past life, how the rest of our life turns out will be massively influenced by how we handle those disappointments and failures in future. So you can either let the past continue to influence your future or you can break the cycle here and now. When you're confronted with a disappointment, try to understand the cause for it. It may have happened because of circumstances outside your control, as it did this year. A lot of what we faced this year was because of not something we did, but because of circumstances that we couldn't control. But at the same time, it may have happened that that disappointment or that failure may have happened because of something you did, because of a personal shortcoming. If it's the former. You have a reason to let go of all the guilt and self-blame and learn to set more realistic expectations in future, taking into account the many variables of the situation that are outside your control. But if it's the latter, you have something to work with. Identify what led you into the situation and what you can do to prevent similar situations from developing in the future. Instead of focusing on the disappointment, focus on creating a different outcome for your next attempt. Focus on all the good that situation despite the pain it caused, despite the jolt it gave to your system, despite all of that, focus on some good that it brought with it. If you can successfully do this exercise, a lot of the negativity, the shame, embarrassment, guilt you are experiencing will fall away and you'll be able to cleanse your mental space of all the toxicity and show up in a better capacity for the challenges to come. Don't let what has happened already impact how you perform in future. I would also like for you to think about the new things you did this year or new habits you developed that wouldn't have happened had it not been for all that this year brought with it. Maybe due to the quarantine, you discovered an exercise regime more suited to your needs. Or maybe you tried new recipes. Or maybe you just had better, deeper conversations with your loved ones. It can be anything, big or small, it doesn't matter. But as you leave this year behind, you must do it in a celebratory mode or as close as you can get to it. And the reason for that celebration, the reason for that happiness could be something absolutely inane, it doesn't matter. As long as it brings a smile to your face and some semblance of peace to your soul. This little celebration will put you in a more engaged and motivated state which is necessary for a creative and productive life. We spend January 1st walking through our lives, room by room, drawing up a list of work to be done, cracks to be patched, maybe this year? To balance the list, we ought to walk through the rooms of our lives, not looking for flaws, but for potential. That's another lovely quote by Ellen Goodman. Now, when you identify something to celebrate, you also give yourself something to develop in the coming new year. Maybe in 2020, you found a way to feel healthier. Maybe the pandemic forced you to take a closer look at your health, body, your mind, and its performance. This is a journey you've already started. So now in 2021, you get to further develop it. That's one area of your life where you'll continue to do well, and through that, sustain a sense of well-being that will spill into other areas of your life, giving you a strong sense of motivation to perform better and achieve more. There's your reason to celebrate. So these are things I want you to do, but what I don't want you to do is set New Year's resolutions. I have honestly (laughs) never understood the concept of New Year's resolutions. I mean, why would you want to start a new phase focusing on everything that's yet to be accomplished? And have you ever noticed that the new year's resolution list always has the most unrealistic BS on it? (laughs) And that's not it. According to a lot of the studies conducted on the subject, four out of five people end up breaking their resolution within the first couple of months. I don't find that hard to believe at all, but I also understand that we all need a plan of action. So I offer you two alternatives here. Instead of a one year plan, Figure out where you want to end up in the next five years. Visualize your life and the kind of person you want to become. Then simply decide what steps need to be taken in the next year to get you a little closer to the ultimate goal. Now, a five-year window allows you to approach your goals with a relaxed frame of mind. And the focus is on making progress and not striking specific goals off a list. Or, and this is what I've been doing for the past couple of years and it's worked wonderfully for me, You can decide on how you want to feel in the coming year everything we do or don't do it's because we're chasing certain emotions right we want more money to feel more independent or have more pleasure we want a relationship to feel loved but in the struggle for that goal in the struggle to complete that goal the feeling gets overlooked which is why very often the achievement of a goal leaves us feeling empty or disappointed because we don't feel as ecstatic or as euphoric as we thought we would. So don't draft a list of things to do or resolutions for the new year. Instead, focus on how you want to feel in the new year. And you can focus on more than one feeling, of course. Maybe you want to feel more productive, loved, or healthier and calmer. And once you've decided how you want to feel, give yourself the space to choose how you would like to bring that feeling into your life. Again, this takes away the pressure And as you take one step after another, you are allowed to follow the signals that life gives you. Or you're allowed to follow your instincts as they try to guide you, instead of blindly chasing some finish line, as we would do if we were following certain goals. To add more structure to this process, you can, of course, assess yourself on a quarterly, monthly, weekly, or even daily basis, if it helps. So to recap, leave your disappointment and frustrations behind. Remember, it's through our failures and disappointments that we learn but only if you can dig through all the layers to what led to the disappointment and learn from it. Learn what you can from all the negativity you've endured this year, and then try to find an upside to it all. It could be a learning, or it could be the potential for something better to come along. Find a way to turn your disappointments and frustrations into opportunities and stepping stones. Then acknowledge the good you did this year by thinking about new things you tried or habits you developed, This is something to carry forward into the next year and develop further. It's also a reason for you to be grateful. Lastly, instead of setting New Year's resolution, draft a five-year plan or focus on how you want to feel in the next year. And as you focus on that five-year vision and those feelings you want, let it guide you to your next steps. Give yourself the space to be flexible and remain open to new possibilities. And as I've already said, there's gonna be lots and lots of those in this new year. As you do all this, please know that you are exactly where you're meant to be. Show gratitude for this new beginning and commit to making it the best one yet. Yes, there is work to be done, but it won't be done well with a mind riddled with insecurities. So you must go into this new year feeling good about yourself, feeling good about what you've accomplished, however little that may be, and feeling excited by what this new year is gonna bring instead of letting the fear that 2020 brought with it taint what is yet to come. And if you feel like you have nothing to celebrate, well, you can give thanks for the fact that you're still here and you're still writing your story. And if even that doesn't work, shift the focus to someone else. Go out and spread some love. Do some volunteer work, help someone else in need. This will help you snap out of pity mode or the guilt spiral, and it will make you happy to make a difference. More importantly, it will really put things into perspective. So I hope what I've shared helps you go into the new year full of hope and faith without the added baggage of what cannot be changed. I hope you do these exercises. And if you need help or just someone to talk to, reach out to me on Instagram or use the contact page on my website. I love hearing from you all. And if there is any issue or concern you want me to cover on this show that can help you live a happier, healthier life, share that with me too. Uh, For now, I wish you all the best for the journey ahead. I'm confident that 2021 will be great as long as we stay focused on the possibilities. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week. Till then, please do take care of yourself.